Hello, beautiful people of Earth. How are you? My name is Natalia, and welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Third Eye Sives. How are you? <laughs> I'm your host, Natalia, and sorry if I sound so mellow. It is, well, usually it's early when I start these things. It's actually later than usual. It is 6 a.m. right now, and Man, I don't know if my alarm isn't waking me up. Not that I didn't wake up from the alarm, but um, because I'm pretty sure I did. But I have three alarms just in case I don't wake up at the first one. They're both like two minutes apart. And the the first one was at five. Second one was at, oh, I think they're five minutes apart. 5.05 and then the other one was at 5.10. And I think I had one at 5.15. And I woke up at 5.30 knowing that I had to get up, I think because maybe I had turned off my alarm. But I don't remember turning off the alarm three times. And I have an alarm that goes off at 3.33 in the morning so that I could write something. Um, if you guys follow my uh, business page or writing page, it's The Writings of Natalia on Instagram. And I used to post my 3.33 writings on my personal Instagram, but... um. I switched it over to my writing page, so I have an alarm for 3.33 in the morning, and it wakes me up in, like, mid-sleep, and I write the first thing that comes to my head. It's sort of like a, a creative writing exercise that um, I do, and a lot of the things I write spark uh, future poems. So anyways, I have an alarm, and that didn't go off either. It didn't go off yesterday either, so I don't know. Or, like, the day before yesterday. Who knows? But, sorry if I sound a little sleepy. Anyways, thank you for joining me for another episode. Um, this is a pretty cool podcast. If this is your first time listening to this, welcome, welcome. This is actually episode two of the Girl Talk series. And I know if you are, if you has been listening to my podcast for a while, or you listen regularly or weekly, then you should know I have not, you should know I have not done, this is the, like I said, this is the second episode of the Girl Talk series, and we are finishing up season three of the entire podcast, so I did episode one of the Girl Talk series in season one, and uh, then I didn't do one for the entire season two, and we're ending season three now, so I thought we might as well just throw in a Girl Talk series episode. And I'm also curious to see how many of you are actually female, even though I can see on my analytics the the majority of you guys are female, I think. Um, it's sort of half and half almost. But uh, I just want to see how, how many of you guys actually listen to this episode and how, how many beautiful women out there I bring in to this podcast. So, again, I will reintroduce myself this is third eye Sife. this is a podcast this is a lovely podcast no it's a pretty sick podcast uh we talk about spiritual development also personal development personal growth uh, law of attraction manifestation becoming our greatest versions self-realization self-discovery um conspiracy theories things that can make us healthier things that make us wiser, teachings, many different spiritual teachings and paths 
and philosophies and theories. And yeah, we we just we cover it all. We I mean we don't cover freaking everything because how how would that be possible? Um, so yes, and I also say um a lot because I don't know. <laughs> it's my space. No, I do know. It's because I fill empty space with it for some reason, and it's very unconscious. So I will try to be as conscious as possible in this episode. And this is what we do: we try to become more aware and conscious of our subconscious actions. That's a part of the process of awakening. So, anyways, my name is Natalia, and I am personally a writer. Oh, I hate labeling myself. Oh, I hate starting the sentence like that. That's also a subconscious thing, because we, we always naturally introduce ourselves with the things that we do, but the way we explain it is as if it's our being, and I always hate doing that. If you look in my bios of everything, I try to avoid that. It's not like I say, I am a, I am a this and I am a that. I hate. I am a. Well, I. I am a. Well, I. I play. A, I. I play a role. <laughs> I wrote this I wrote this somewhere recently. And in this lifetime, in this lifetime, I play the role, I play a role of helping guide spiritual advisor, a personal spiritual advisor. I I do uh personal coaching with people. If you guys want some personal I I do uh personal coaching with people. If you guys want some personal coaching. But first and foremost, I am I am I am nothingness. <laughs> I am nothingness and everything, as are you. I am a, I'm a very, very devoted spiritualist, guys, whatever that means. Whatever that means, okay? I take this spiritual thing a bit too serious. No, I'm joking, I really don't. This, this whole entire reality is an illusion, and I think that we should know that. So... Anyways, thank you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Third Eye Sifes. Third Eye Sifes. Third Eye Sifes. You like that little uh, ramble introduction that I did? That was that was good, right? That was a great introduction. That's a great way to introduce myself. Just ramble on about a bunch of random things and then have an existential crisis midway. That's that's usually how I do it, guys. <laughs> uh 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 no, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's unconscious. Okay. And I'm also like half asleep right now. I don't know why I'm Okay, well I'm not that sleepy today. But I just woke, I literally just woke up, guys. So you have to bear with me. This is my this podcast is usually my waking up process. Sometimes, sometimes, I am more prepared. Not more prepared, but I'm more awake on some mornings. I have a lot more energy on some mornings. So, and then other mornings are very mellow. It's pretty cloudy right now, and it is windy. So you might hear my chimes in the background. I don't know if you would call them Koshi chimes. I think they, they kind of sound like Koshi chimes, but they're not authentic Koshi chimes, I don't think. 
And yes, yes, welcome. Welcome, beautiful people. I would like to start off this episode with announcements, as I usually do. And the first announcement is there will be no card reading this week. So if you are somebody who listens to this podcast to listen to uh, the card reading, then I, I regret to inform you that there will be no card reading in this episode. I will... What can I do? What can I do in replacement of... Here's what I'll do. I will... Huh. No. Never mind. I won't do anything. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to think of an alternative, but there's just... It just won't work, guys. So, yes, there will be no card reading. Um, and... That is it. That is really it for the announcements. Mainly because I'm not going to do a lot of regular things that I do in this episode just because this is a sort of a bonus episode. It's a, it's its own series and its own. So I feel like a large percentage of my usual listeners who are male and see that this is a girl talk series probably will not listen to this episode. But if Men, if you truly like, and I hate saying like men, women, but um, if you are a guy and you listen to my podcast regularly and you listen to this episode just because you like my podcast, then you are freaking awesome. You are awesome. Uh, and today, today, I just want to, just want to give you a round of applause. Yeah. Oh, we got to get the, okay. <laughs> For season four, we got to get an applause button. Okay. And like the ah, and a laughing crowd. Yes, yes, that would be good. Okay. <laughs> so this is Girl Talk Series, episode two. What are we calling this? Balance, balancing female empowerment featuring the Tao Te Ching. And for those of you who do not listen to my podcast regularly I, I kind of want to give you a little background as to how I work and how I perceive this reality and um yes uh, a little bit about Taoism so anyways anyways <laughs> I I may have mentioned this a bit, but this whole entire reality is an illusion. And I don't take anything. I feel like I don't take... Well, okay, I take some things seriously, but everything that I... Every bit of information that I relay to you through this podcast in general, not just this episode, I always say, do your own research. These are just teachings, philosophies, um, and things that I have learned so far on my journey through other paths and, like I said, philosophies, but also through personal experience. And then I, I kind of match up my personal experience to these teachings and philosophies to kind of not solidify the truth of it, but to back it up. Like, yeah, I've experienced this. I've noticed this, this certain pattern, these certain trends in life and in reality in general. And I feel like this may be it. And I don't even say I feel like this may be it. Like, this is this is the truth. Like, I don't... Not at all. I don't accept anything as truth, really. Because if I find out that what I felt was truth is not truth, 
then I'll just be like, oh, well, okay, no, I personally won't be, but I think that if I were a person to attach myself to certain outcomes or teachings as truth, and then I find out it's not true, then that's just like, it's, it's learning your whole life is a lie, but I already feel like my whole life is a lie. <laughs> I feel like I already had that awakening uh, when I first got super pushed down the rabbit hole. I was just like, oh my gosh, everything I know is a lie. And I just stuck with that. I decided to accept nothing as the truth and only to experience life for what it is and trying to not analyze it because kind of analyze it just because I'm generally curious as to how this works and yeah more of a I think I'm, I'm an explorer of this reality I, I always like to put explorer somewhere in there in like my bios or things that describe me <laughs> just because I I feel like I am a con not consistent explorer but I will always be exploring uh there's nothing that um will will stop me from that I will never settle on anything um but I think that I've already settled on the fact that everything just is and there's a there's a very strong sense of peace in that and stillness and I think that that's the truth. I think that that is the supreme truth. A little bit background of the philosophies and paths that I study. My main ones are Hinduism at the moment and Taoism and Buddhism. Buddhism to the lesser extent just because Buddhism was actually one of the first paths that I embarked on at a very young age. So I had quite a few amount of years studying Buddhism, not intensely because, again, I was really young and engaged in very young things like school, social life, but I did do some some studying of Buddhism at a young age. So I, I implement te a lot of Buddhist teachings in, I don't want to say my teachings, but I, whatever my, whenever I refer to like my teachings, it's basically like what I'm teaching you. It's not my teachings, like I don't own them, but it's the way I relay these teachings to you. So I do implement a lot of Buddhist teachings in the things that I say and the things that I explain, but Taoism I hold very dear to my heart. If you don't know what Taoism is, I encourage you to look into it, look into it, do some research for yourself, but I was first introduced to Taoism through the Tao Te Ching, and this is the most popular text in Taoism. It's kind of uh, the foundation of Taoist teachings, and it's written by Lao Tzu. He was a Chinese ancient, an ancient Chinese sage and philosopher, and there are many different translations of this, this philosophical text and my favorite translation is translated by, I don't know if it's Jia or Gaia, but I'll say Jia Fu Feng and Jane English. And I was first introduced to it through the audiobook read by Jacob Needleman. And if you are very interested in downloading this audiobook, I have it for free on my website. If you go to thewritingsofnatalia.com, go to the little menu and go to explore it's the explore page 
go to the explore page and towards the bottom of the page you're gonna see something that says it's sort of in the middle actually it says free audiobook downloads I think or just free audiobooks I don't know and then there's a list of little audiobooks that you can download and I think the first one on that list is that audiobook and that is the same exact file that I first listened to it years ago so I hope you guys enjoy it but I will be reading some verses or excerpts from the Tao in this episode just because I feel like it's a great way of explaining what I'm trying to explain and a little bit of bit of Taoism is that it is the whole essence of it I don't want to say the essence of it but a main theme that is um, displayed in the Tao Te Ching is the concept of yin and yang or yin and yang and it's not said in here like yin and yang or anything like that but it's the the idea of balance and harmony and that being the truest nature of reality how there is a duality but it's actually a unity so the white and the black circle each other in the yin and yang but it makes up the whole symbol that's basically what this is so if you if you see Taoism anywhere you might see the uh, the yin and yang symbol associated with it so um the very strong theme is this balance this harmony this flow the nature of Tao. Tao is this nature the the natural essence the natural reality the supreme reality and it is just stillness it just is but within it is this play of duels and you can find this concept of duality and unity conscious consciousness in basically almost all esoteric spiritual paths and teachings and philosophies but also in eastern philosophy as well in hinduism you hear about uh, Shiva and Shakti. Shakti is the female energy and Shiv is the masculine energy, but they take up one body. If you see, there's a lot of pictures of, uh, it, it's a certain name. I can't, I don't, let me see. But Shiva, half of Shiva is Shakti. They are one. And let's see. As one, let's see. Ardahan, wait, hold on. Ardana Rishvara, Ardana Vishvara. <laughs> this is Sanskrit, guys. How do you expect me to pronounce this? Ardana, Ardana Rishvara. That is the form of half Shiva and half Shakti, and they are consorts they are each each other's soulmates they are one but they split into two in order to create this reality ma shakti is the form the physical dimension this reality she creates maya this illusion the the illusion that we live in that we are separate from god separate from unity consciousness that we are individuals and we have ego that is all part of maya the illusion and that is all Shakti's doing. And when we trans transcend that, that illusion, then we become one with true essence, which is Shiv. He's Purusha, the, 
the ever, the ever, ever presence of everything, the dark matter that lies beyond space and everything that makes up everything. So those are two aspects of this balance and I think we can see this in huh what else can we see this in we can see this in in, as metaphors in a lot of other philosophies but again those are my two main paths so those are the ones that I know more deeply and more personally so can explain better to you but I personally the reason why I'm drawn to these teachings so much is that, see, I'm not one to accept things that I am told. <laughs> I don't think I ever was, but I accepted these teachings into my life not as truth. I do feel that I do feel that it is truth, and I don't like to say that I hold things as truth, but from my personal experience it's as if I've been experiencing this reality and then someday like one day somebody was just like here look read this book and I read the book this is like um a metaphor reading the book is kind of just waking me up to spirituality but for its true essence not just for like surface level spirituality like new age stuff and reading that book it was kind of like reading the book of my life like everything that I had realized personally in my life is displaying itself in this book. It's as if I was my own philosopher and all the conclusions I came to personally, this book confirms all of it and saying, oh yeah, you're right. This is this is how reality works. And it just completely blew my mind. Like, what? <laughs> this is this is how reality works? That's interesting. So anyways, uh I the first time I heard the Tao Te Ching, I said this story. You could probably listen to my Taoist episode if you guys want to learn a bit more about Taoism in my words and my perspective. I do a whole episode and it is called Dun 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 Let's see, what is it called? Taoism. It I spelled it both ways. So Taoism with a T slash Taoism with a D. It is season two episode 18 it's called Taoism the way of nature and I explain Taoism I read some more excerpts from it and my personal experience with it to kind of give you an introduction to it but anyways I there's this there's this theme of duality in this reality and we see it in everything we see it in we see it in literally everything and the main thing is female in male the natural expression of nature is female and male, and this is the duality, but they work as one. We cannot have one without the other. Without women, we cannot have people in general. We are the birth givers. And without men, the women would not be able to give birth. So it all ebbs and flows within and without each other as above so below as within as without there's this duality of external and internal black and white we hot and cold there's there's just so many different things that you can find this in but it lies in nature naturally <laughs> and that is that is the theme of 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 the Tao Te Ching and the concept is that the wise man in the Tao 
what Lao Tzu is explaining is that the sage, the wise man, he embodies this, sees it as it is. There is no judgment. There is no opinions. There is no one side or the other. There is balance. There is stillness. There is quietness. And attaining this is the truest power, being the most knowledgeable, the most awake, the most aware, self-realized. So that was kind of just a little background information on Taoism so you could kind of know what we're working with here and also to know how I perceive things personally. I like to separate myself from opinions. You may hear me express some opinions throughout this entire podcast and I think when I do express an opinion I do say that I think that's an opinion so I try not to hold on to it because I don't like being opinionated at all I love being neutral I'm a very neutral person so I mostly don't take sides towards anything I love to see both perspectives and not embody both perspectives but see it from their point of view where I don't even have my own opinion but I do like to instead of having my own opinion I, if it's like an argument or something that's worth debating, I just match it with the natural teachings of this reality, really. So I think about the Tao, I think about ancient scriptures in Hinduism, and to see these, to learn about these qualities of God and nature, I compare those qualities to whatever the situation may be, be it an argument or whatever, and I kind of base it off of that is it in flow with the Tao? is it natural whatever this is and i see it from that perspective so i try to speak from nature's perspective even though that's completely impossible <laughs> uh so yes i i have a very neutral perspective and i i definitely do see this duality within everything i also see that this entire reality is an illusion i think it is again like i said maya and I feel like we are video game characters, like we're the main character that you're controlling in the video game. We're that person. And when we are not aware of this reality and the way things work and we're living unconsciously, we're letting somebody play the video game for us. We're the main character in the video game. And, but we're so involved in the video game that we think we're in control of what's happening in the video game when it's really somebody behind us just controlling. And I feel like that's always how it will be kind of but when you're you when you become awake or aware of the way things work and that you're actually in control of this reality then you become the video game player behind the screen but i also feel like free will is an illusion and that the creator the natural law of things the pattern that flows throughout life itself is the actual controller so we may think we're in control all the actions that we make feel as if we're in control and we can be behind that video game controller but there's also another video game controller behind us controlling that very very subtly (laughs) so anyways let's just get into this episode we've already we're already 27 minutes in and I I just wanted to give you a little background information so we could kind of understand these things better. So, anyways, Girl Talk Series, episode two, balancing female empowerment. Now, what do I mean by balancing female empowerment? Well, we're going to be being empowered 
but we need to learn how to balance that empowerment. So first, I will start off by saying as women, we are divine beings. As human and as humans in general, we are divine beings. But women specifically, I mean men of course are also divine beings, but women, we first and foremost, we give birth, okay? We give birth. And that we are the doors between the spiritual realm and the physical realm. We bring spirit into the physical. And that is, I don't want to say our purpose, but that is a huge role that we play in this physical dimension. And besides that, we are highly sensitive and highly intuitive. Women back then were the wisest shamans. The women were the shamans because they could give insight in as to what was going to happen with the tribe or the clan. They sensed things that the men didn't. There's the divine menstruation, our period. I The first episode of Girl Talk series, Girl Talk series episode one, you can find it as probably around the in between the third and fourth episode of season one. That is all about the divine menstruation, and I go deeper into how powerful our periods actually are. And the blood that we release during our periods, it's very potent energy that holds prana in it. It holds DNA. It holds strong vitamins, and it holds our life essence. And I'm going to share, if you guys join the... Facebook group, Third Eye Sife's podcast community, that's what it's called. You can find it in my link tree on my Instagram bio. It's the third link, I believe. It says community. You can join that Facebook group. I share external resources that I mention in the podcast there. So if you ever want to know what I'm referring to, I always share those sources in the Facebook group. So I'll be sharing a video by Bridget Nielsen. I mention her in the Girl Talk Series 1, um, episode 1. She is a very good uh, teacher to teach uh, sacred sacred womanhood and, and the divine feminine. She is very knowledgeable in things like that, especially when it comes to d- the divine menstruation. And I will be sharing her channel with you and some videos that I... Well, one video, actually, that I listened to recently. It's a more updated version of speaking about the divine menstruation since... I talked about that maybe... It's going to be two years ago now. But, um... Yes, we have that ability. But during... I mentioned in that episode that there there was something called the Red Hut or the Red Tent. And this was something back then in ancient tribes that when women... And when women in the tribe would have their period, they would all retreat into this Red Hut. And it's where they can rest because... Women were the caregivers of the tribe. They would take care of the children. They would cook. They would take care of the men and bring them to aid after battles. They were the caregivers. And when it came time for their divine menstruation, usually they would all get it at the same time because when you're living in flow, when you're living with nature, women's periods match up with the lunar phases. That is our natural flow. And that, again, shows how connected we are with this entire earth our 
flows of menstruation match the lunar cycles. And like I said, when we're in flow with nature, now that we have artificial lighting and we're very disharmonious with the nature of things, a lot of our periods are late, they're not in flow with the moon cycles and so on. So they would retreat to this hut and usually the dreams that they would have while they were on their period, they were very important to the tribe's well-being. It w- they would relay messages as to what would happen with the tribe and it would inform them of things that might happen. So these women were shamans. They were very wise, highly intuitive. And we are naturally like that. We are naturally empathetic and sensitive. And we have a stronger connection with source. And I believe that is because we can give birth. We are that portal in between the spiritual world and the physical realm. So I think that is why we are more in tune with the spiritual world and nature itself. So now that you kind of get an idea of how powerful we actually are, we're fucking badass, okay? And I love female empowerment. I truly do. And this was something we're going to be talking about is embracing this female empowerment, but learning to balance it where it's not over excessive and it doesn't overload the other end of the spectrum, which would be the masculine. So... After knowing how powerful you are and how much you can do and how strong of connection that you have with God, because the spiritual realm is God. Everything is God, even the the physical realm. But knowing that we have that strong sense of that, no one can take that from you. No one can tell you otherwise that you are not this powerful and a lot of women we face the challenge and it's not for some of it's a challenge and for some of it's for some of us it's not but a lot of us cannot give birth we have either health complications that it just doesn't work we try but it doesn't happen we have to have certain surgeries we lose the ability to give birth and for a lot of women this is disheartening a lot of us want to have children and that in itself is its own topic and its own uh episode i would say for why we want to have children and so on but for a lot of women this they they feel less of a woman they feel less as a woman and they feel as if they may lose this power that they don't have this sort of female empowerment because they lose that right to give birth. And this is completely not the truth. I love women who get together to empower themselves and talk about that struggle that they go through um, pertaining around that specific topic about not being able to give birth. And a lot of people, a lot of women that are distraught about it, they find power within it and they, they learn to empower each other. So... I love that, but I just want to say that whether you can have a child or not, it makes no difference. You are still a woman. And if something like that happens to you, I say God has another plan. Source has another plan. The universe has another plan. If you are not meant to give birth, then you are meant to do something else. And it's not as if all women who can give birth, that is our purpose to give birth, 
That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is that that is not your primary focus in this lifetime. I feel like a lot of women pri- sort of prioritize getting married, having children, having a husband, all of this, uh, having a home, family life. And I feel like that in itself is something separate because I feel like that's something that's imposed on not being able to have that then we feel disheartened when we can't have children but i think that when we realize that we can't do not being able to have that then we feel disheartened when we can't have children but i think that when we realize that we can't do realize that we can't do that when when we are when we don't have this ability to then i think that it's sort of a message as if you are here to do something else or i feel like it is a way to teach us not to identify ourselves with birth giving as women just it's to teach us just because we cannot give birth doesn't make us any less of a woman that we do not need to identify ourselves with this task or with this ability and also it's kind of like the senses. If you, you know, if you go blind, sometimes your hearing is better, or your sense of touch is better, right? So if you lose one sense, another sense is strengthened. So I feel as if you lose this ability, this this sense of of birth giving, then you may have gained another or strengthened another. And you may have more spiritual energy than anything because it is not being released as giving birth or tending to a child within you or releasing a child within you through not releasing a child but releasing the eggs through menstruation then that energy is being used towards something else and it can be used for your spiritual growth or your awakening and like i always say there is no mistakes in the universe this universe as chaotic as it may seem there is there is a pattern to it. There is a, uh, cal- a stillness within it. There is an order to it. There is no mistakes. There is no glitches. I feel like there may be some glitches sometimes, and that's what kind of makes me feel like this may be a matrix, like a technology matrix, but uh, that may not... I don't think that may be true either. But it's possible. I think maybe in another reality it, it it's true, but I don't know. I still have to think about something like that. So anyways, I don't think that there's any mistakes. There is... Everything is by design. Everything is in a pattern. And I've noticed this naturally with myself. And then it was explained to me through a lot of philosophies and teachings about how there are patterns in this reality. And... If there's no mistakes in this reality, then you not being able to have that ability is not a mistake. As much as you may feel like this wasn't supposed to happen, blah, 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 there are no mistakes to discredit the workings of the universe and God itself. It's just, it's false, I feel. I don't believe in mistakes. I don't believe in accidents. And I think that if you don't have that ability, it's not by accident there's a reason for it and I would find that reason if that's the case if something isn't working out in your life in general I would always seek 
out as to why, because there may be something that needs to be learned there. So getting into fully embodying this power, knowing how badass we are, how much we are capable of doing and and being and creating as women, we need to fully embody this power. And there was something, there was something that I heard that if you teach, if you teach, um, hmm, oh my gosh, if you teach a village of women, if you all, if you teach a, a village of women something, oh my gosh, can't even think of the quote, if you just educate, I think if you just educate them, if you educate a whole generation of women in one village or something like that. I don't I don't remember the exact quote. Then it will you it those that generation of women will take their entire village out of poverty in a single generation or something like that. Something like that. But it was basically just if you educate a group of girls on a, I don't know if it's a specific topic or in general, then they can relieve their, their people out of poverty in a single generation. And I thought that was really powerful, even though I can't think of the exact quote. So anyways, getting into this, we're already 40 minutes in, guys. I'm, I'm timing us, okay? <laughs> uh, getting into this fully embodying this. So once we truly realize our power, there sort of becomes an imbalance that I realize nowadays nowadays just because of the things that women had to go through so we didn't have originally we didn't have the right to vote we didn't have the right to say anything really it was the men who did everything the men's opinions and we just had to support whatever they felt and we as women did not have a lot of rights we didn't and we had to fight for our rights we had to fight for the right to vote even though I feel like Voting doesn't do anything in general, and that is also an illusion, but that is a completely different topic. We had to gain the right to, I don't know if it's to drink or to to get a job or to get higher paying wages because women were paid less. We're still paid less, sort of, in a way, if in, in, un, in unfair workplaces because I feel like in a lot of, like, companies they can do that but then eventually when you get higher on the scale it may start happening and there is a there is still the imbalance in society where women don't feel as respected and we don't have the same exact authority and rights as men at this point and I agree that a lot of that is still true and because of this there is there becomes a strong sense of feminism and I think that at this point in society, there's a lot of things that I don't want to say is wrong with society at the, mor- at the moment, but there are a lot of uh, things that need to be worked on. And one of, this, one of these things are toxic feminism. And I never associated myself as a feminist. I never associate myself with feminism, even though I am very pro-woman. I am equally very pro-men. And I think that feminism has come to a point, and this isn't for everybody, but that it is 
toxic where it is in an, it is imbalanced and females in this feminist group or uh, movement feel more powerful than men and it dis um, it it takes away the power of men as well even though men you want to say have more well you don't want to say but that you would say have more power in this society when it comes to I guess societal things like business and and money and all of that even so I'm speaking energetically in some way and though the masculine energy does have more power I think that the way of balancing it is not through saying women are better or treating men as if women are better so let me get a little bit into details. Again, females may have struggled and we still do. But this, this does not give us the right to feel higher or better than a man. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Okay? Just because we struggle and still do, that doesn't make us any better than men in trying to empower ourselves. We don't need to empower ourselves with we are better than or higher than. And a, a strong saying in this, a lot of you may say, well, we just want to be equal. And I completely understand that. And I want us to be equal as well. And in my eyes, we are equal. But at a societal level, there is still the imbalance there where men have a stronger power. And... Just because this is so, this doesn't mean we need to be degrading to men. We don't need to be insulting to men or have egoistic views. Our point of we just want to be equal is to bring that sense of equality, not to imbalance it out more on our side of the spectrum. Another thing about this is I say, yes, fully embody this power. No about your power as a woman but take no pride in it take no pride in this and this is when we start to go into the the natural teachings or the teachings of the natural flow of nature the Tao. so i say take no pride in knowing how powerful you are a lot of female empowerment things even like on instagram pages and just like girl power stuff it's like be proud of being a woman you should be proud of like anything a lot of in in cultures you're you're a proud mexican you're a proud puerto rican i'm half puerto rican so i see a lot of that's like proud puerto rican or proud boricua and proud anything proud african-american proud white people who's who's to say anything of course you want to love your culture and your background and you want to feel there should be no pride. Pride is one of the the seven deadly sins. Pride, lust. What is it? What else? Be no pride. Pride is one of the the seven deadly sins. Pride, lust. What is it? What else are all the other ones? I don't know. <laughs> uh What's the what's the one? Seven deadly sins. Let's see. There's only two I can think of. Gluttony, envy, anger, sloth, 
right? Lust, covetousness or covetedness, pride. So pride is one of the seven deadly sins. And not, they, it, it's, it's knowing the balance. Yes, be, be proud in the way where you, you appreciate your culture and who you are as a woman and you know your power, but being prideful in that comes ego. There is no pride without the ego. And on the spiritual path, if you're listening to this, it's because you are on this journey and on the spiritual path, despite new age stuff and living a happy life and everything that they, they try to, um, not they try to, but the very surface level of the spiritual journey, the main goal of the spiritual journey is to attain self-realization, enlightenment, God consciousness. And there is no ego in that. There is no pride in that. There just isness. It's just the natural way of things. Nobody takes pride in anything because everything just is. There's nothing to take pride in. And I say that in being, being proud and in empowering in a way that is no strength in that there is there's nothing to that to back it up so i want to start so i want to start with let's see verse 24 of the dao de ching to back up what I said or to explain a little more through the Tao about what I mean, verse 24 says, She who stands on tiptoe is not steady. She who strides cannot maintain the pace. She who shows, who, she who makes a show is not enlightened. She who is self-righteous is not respected. She who boasts achieves nothing. She who brags will not endure. According to the followers of the Tao, these are extra food and unnecessary luggage. They do not bring happiness. Happiness. Therefore, followers of the Tao avoid them. Verse 34. The, and in this verse, you'll start to see the, the expression of the duality of nature that is expressed in the Tao Te Ching. The great Tao flows everywhere, both, left, both to the left and to the right. The 10,000 things depend on it. It holds nothing back. It fulfills its purpose silently and makes no claim. It nourishes the 10,000 things, and yet it is not their lord. It has no aim. It is very small. The 10,000 things return to it, yet it is not their lord. It is very great. It does not show greatness and is therefore truly great. So we hear that the wise man, the wise woman, does not boast, yet she achieves everything. She is everything. She is never proud, but achieves results because this is the natural way. This, this is said in verse 30. Achieve results, but never glory in them. Achieve results, but never boast. 
Achieve results, but never be proud. Achieve results because this is the natural way. Achieve results, but not through violence. Force is followed by loss of strength. This is not the way of Tao. That which goes against Tao comes to an early end. So this is based around the concept of the wise woman doing nothing. Never boasting in what she does. Doing things, but never taking pride in it. And therefore, it is eternal. So, again, we begin to start seeing this, how I had mentioned, that the Tao flows everywhere, both left and right. We start to see this um, duality theme within the Tao Te Ching. So, uh, besides that, well, about that, actually, it's, it represents the balance. So, the point of me saying is that balancing, the female, balancing female empowerment is that we can see that there is this sense of balance and there is the half and half which would we would say would be men and women and to greatly explain this well i had missed actually when i when i spoke about birth giving there was a verse that i wanted to follow with that so verse 10 it mentions a bit about women and how w- how women are powerful and we have this ability to give birth. So verse tense, verse verse tense, verse ten. It's about this sort of this physical reality, but also the duality within it. Carrying body and soul and embracing the one, can you not avoid separation? Of Attending fully and being supple, can you be as a newborn babe? Washing and cleansing the primal vision, can you be without stain? Loving all men and ruling the country, can you be without cleverness? Opening and closing the gates of heaven, can you play the role of woman? Understanding and being open to all things, Are you able to do nothing? Giving birth and nourishing, bearing yet not possessing, working yet not taking credit, leading yet not dominating. This is the primal virtue. So this is a beautiful verse that demonstrates both of these subjects of pride and not taking pride in our actions and our glories, and also mentioning the balance between the black and the white, the one or the other. Opening and closing the gates of heaven, can you play the role of woman? Bearing, yet not possessing. Working, yet not taking credit. Leading, yet not dominating. This is the primal virtue. This is that essence of balance. Another thing that mentions women and the balance in between the men and women is verse 28, where it says, Know the strength of man, but keep 
a woman's care. Know the strength of man, but keep a woman's care. Be the stream of the universe. Being the stream of the universe, ever true and unswerving, become as a little child once more. Know the white, but keep the black. Be an example to the world. Being an example to the world, ever true and unwavering, return to the infinite. Know honor, but keep humility. Be the valley of the universe. Being the valley of the universe, ever true and resourceful, return to the state of an uncarved block. When the block is uncarved, it becomes useful. When the sage uses it, she becomes the ruler. Thus, a great tailor cuts little. So we hear this balance between man and woman. Know the strength of man, but keep a woman's care. This is the primal virtue. So we hear in the Tao that there is the theme of balance, and the Tao is the natural way of nature. And though, see it mentions, we open and close the gates to heaven. We have this ability, we have this power. But it's know the strength of man and keep a woman's care. Remember the other. Can we play this role of woman? But can we also have the qualities of man, know the essence of man, and know the balance between them? And this balance is found, again, in most spiritual paths. And we talk about balance. We talk about peace, right? But do we truly know it? Do we truly know it? And you may think, well, what about men and equality? What do we do about that? What do we do about gaining more equality in this society? And I say keep fighting. There is no stopping in the fighting just because we know our true value, but we also know men's true value. We know the balance. We can keep the knowing of the balance, but that doesn't mean we have to stop our fight for equality. Because we know the balance, we should know that there should be equality. And in knowing that, we keep that balance. So my, my main message here is to not overflow towards one side. Fight for equality, but don't overpower the power of man. We need to neutralize it. We need to equalize it. And in doing that, we know our power. We know our strength, but we never glory in it. Get things done, and but then let it be forgotten by you, not in history. Of course, you want to make... You want, you want it to be remembered in history because that means we made a change, right? But do things. Fight for that equality. Fight for injustices. Get things done, but never glory in them. Don't take pride in it. Let it be forgotten by you. Do it because it is the natural way. It is your dharma. It is what you do. It is not anything to glory in, to boast in. It is just what you do. When you cook yourself a meal, you don't brag about it. I mean, some people do on, like, Instagram and stuff. (laughs) But 
You're doing it because that is what you do. You cook food, you're hungry, you're making food. But you're not rubbing it in people's faces who don't know how to make food for themselves or who haven't made food, hasn't made food for themselves. You just do it because it is what you do. It is the natural way. There is no pride in it. And this is a vital role in balance and keeping the balance. Never let one thing tip to one side. So the key points of this is to know your power as woman. Know your worth. Know your strength and never back down. Don't let this take don't let anyone take this from you. Know your worth, know your power. Know your strength as woman. Don't let this ta- don't let anyone take this from you. But don't let it build your ego. Do not let it build your ego. You are woman, you are beautiful. But there is man and man is also beautiful and without man we would not be woman. And even though there is an imbalance in a societal level, it is because of what has been engraved in this society. So I say keep the fight. But I think in order for us to achieve true equality is not to preach feminism, but to preach equality. To show equality. Demonstrate equality. Be the change that you want to see. If us, by trying to keep the balance of being super pro-feminist and insulting and degrading to men, that is not demonstrating equality. That is just demonstrating the other side of the spectrum. Be the change that you want to see. When you resonate at a certain vibration or level, you put yourself in that reality and that that vibration that you're emanating within begins to reflect itself in the external so when you're vibrating at the resonance of equality begins to show itself in your external reality so the main goal of this the main goal of the spiritual path really is to destroy the ego The ego is what holds us back from attaining self-realization, attaining God consciousness. So the real goal of the spiritual path, if you are truly on the spiritual path, your only goal is to destroy the ego in order to attain enlightenment, God consciousness, self-realization, self-discovery. So know your worth and don't let it build your ego. Because on the spiritual path, our main thing is to destroy that ego. So refrain from any sort of pride. Do things because is it (laughs) do things because it is the natural way. Do it because it just is. Well, that was it for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took some sort of knowledge in it. And feel a bit more empowered about being a woman, but have more insight as to how to go about doing these things. Us as women, of course, we want equality. And naturally, we, we fight for that equality. 
we want to be recognized as equals. But I say that the way of going about this is to demonstrate equality, to keep fighting for that equality, but again, to demonstrate equality. Do not demonstrate a more aggressive, uh, well, not a more aggressive, an aggressive side of the other side of the spectrum. Okay, well, that was it, guys. I, again, I hope you enjoyed this. And yes, I hope you realize your true strength and power and abilities, but also know how to move a bit more swiftly through this, through this lifetime. So again, the, ver- the verses that I quoted are from the Tao Te Ching. What I read is from the, my favorite translation, which is the Gaia Fu Feng or Jia Fu Feng and Jane English translation. You can find the audiobook on my website, thewritingsofnatalia.com, in the Explore page. And you can purchase a physical version of this. Just look up that translation. Or if another translation resonates with you, I highly suggest you look into different translations and ones that resonate more with you. There are a bunch of more translations, but this is just my favorite. And you may understand the Tao a bit more better if it was translated a different way. Because all these translations say the same thing, but they have a different way of explaining these verses. And I think that depending on who you are as a person and what you know already, certain translations just appeal more to you compared to others. So I highly suggest you read the Tao Te Ching and it may change your life because... I the first time I heard it I probably cried my eyes out I think that not the entire time but I was completely mind blown and if you want to hear a bit more about that story I think I mentioned it in that episode the Taoism episode it is season 2 episode 18 and it's called Taoism the way of nature and we go more into Taoism in that episode but there are so many other things on Taoism on YouTube that you can check out I will be sharing Bridget's channel and her most recent video on the divine menstruation in the Facebook group the Facebook group is Third Eye Sife's podcast community and all you have to do is request to join it and I will give you access to it so you have access to these resources because a lot of the things I refer to in the podcast I source in there so join the community we can further the conversation and yes I hope that you like this episode and please stay tuned for more I will be doing more girl talk series episodes in season four I think we might have a couple in season four we are going to season four probably next week I would say it's my birthday next week and I would love to switch to uh, season four by my birthday so next week I think it will be maybe season one episode four who knows and we will be having a lot of more guests on the podcast so be sure to follow that guys if you are listening to this through apple podcasts on your iphone please give me a rating and a review on the apple store of the podcast or the apple podcast app I don't really know how that works I have android sorry guys but it really helps bring attention to this podcast so we can help share this knowledge with other people uh once this i guess the system sees that a lot of people like it then they'll start sharing it with more people and this knowledge i think should be shared so 
I would love if you could give me a rating in the Apple Store. And any other thing that you listen to, if you can rate on that, that would be amazing if you could rate. I would love to hear your feedback. You can always email me at Natalia Lee at thewritingsofnatalia.com. You can email me there. Or you can DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is Natalia of Earth. N-A-T-A-L-I-A of Earth. This planet Earth. And if you would love to support my writing and my art and my creative works, that Instagram is the writings of Natalia. And my website has all of that stuff on it, has all my writing. I do daily blog posts. I do monthly energy card readings on my IGTV and I post them on my website I do this podcast I I do a lot of stuff for you guys and again I do do coaching personal coaching so if you guys do want to work with me you can go to the thrive tab on my website and scroll to the bottom it gives a little intro to who I am what I do and how I can help you and then you can book a session with me. So it will be an initial intake call. We talk about if you want to work with me long time, we do an intake call and we can talk about your life a bit, what you're struggling with. And then we can talk about moving forward, how we can improve your spiritual path and your practices. And it, it it's a push. It's as if you're when you're if you're feeling stuck on your spiritual journey or path, I can definitely help you move along. I'm sort of that little uh, help button in video games. I feel like this whole entire reality is a video game, so I always, like, make video game references. Um, and, yes, if you don't want to work with me long time and you just want me to help you solve a problem or talk about a specific concept, there is a consultation call, and it is just one call that's an hour long, or an hour and 15 minutes long, and we can talk about several topics shortly, or one topic in depth and yeah so we don't have to work long term we can walk work short term I also do personal tarot card readings or energy card readings that you can book in that link too um, you can find that booking link in my link tree and in my Instagram too if you just go on the link tree and you scroll down it says book a session you can find all of those booking buttons there so anyways again I thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you join me for more and I wish you infinite peace and love and uh and everything I wish you everything you are beautiful you are everything you are everything so you deserve everything okay peace Om. This episode has been brought to you by the writings of Natalia.com. Jai Ma.